Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Today's program is called The Good Fight of Faith. I want to start off with a prayer. Let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, I take authority over all unbelief, all fear, all doubt, all rebellion, all pride. I take authority over these powers that would stop this message from being heard and that you'd give us ears to hear, hearts to receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless every one of you. We are in a war. I know you've heard that before, but we must fight. So this morning, the Father encouraged me to fight the good fight of faith, and he sent me to encourage you. I'm already greatly encouraged. I just did some warfare and put off things that were oppressing me. One thing I want to share with you, which many of you probably experience, is you'll be in prayer or you'll have a dream. You'll wake up. You'll be in guilt. All of a sudden you're in guilt. Satan is bringing something to your mind, a sin that you were involved in in the past, and he brings it up all kinds of different scenes of things you did wrong, and you start feeling guilty. What's going on? Satan is seducing your faith. If he can get you in guilt and you start feeling guilty, you're, you're, first of all, you're in unbelief and you're in guilt. You're not believing what Jesus has done for you on the cross. So what do you do? You have to repent. Just repent. Say, Father, forgive me, and then just speak the truth that you were forgiven. You repented of that sin. Whenever it was, you confessed your sin and God forgave you and he cleansed you with the precious blood of his son. You've been washed white as snow, as it says in Isaiah. Though our sins be as scarlet, they are white as snow. Remind the devil. Tell him the truth. Speak the testimony of what he, God has done for you through the sacrifice of his son. Jesus died for our sins. He was crucified. And on the third day, the father raised him from the dead. He was crucified for our sins, raised again for our justification. We are justified in Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's turn to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Hallelujah. Verse 3. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes, and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourself. Have you ever been there? Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life 
to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless, until our Lord Jesus Christ's appearing, which he will manifest in his own time. He who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. Verse 11, But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called. This is a good fight, and it's a fight of faith. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Our weapons to fight this fight are mighty through God. You must receive the Holy Spirit. Many of you, perhaps, that are listening or reading this, you've been told that you have the Holy Spirit, but you've been lied to. You have not been baptized in the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in other tongues. If you have a controversy about speaking in other tongues, you miss the bus. Speaking in other tongues is the beginning. It's the beginning. It's extremely important that you yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit, that you be filled with the Spirit. Speaking in tongues when a person receives the Holy Spirit is evidence that they have received the Holy Spirit. But speaking in tongues and praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Spirit is extremely important. You need to be able to do that. You need to humble yourself and read the Word of God. Do a word search. Read the scriptures about it. It's extremely important. So there's no condemnation, but many of you have been told you got the Holy Spirit when you were baptized in water, or you got the Holy Spirit when you were born again. Actually, that's true. Jesus came to you. His Spirit was joined with your Spirit by the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is in you. You are in Him. But you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do you see what I'm talking about? This is a blessing, and this is something you need as a Christian. You cannot do these things without the Holy Spirit. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians 10, verse 1. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now I, Paul, myself, am pleading with you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am lowly among you, but being absent am bold toward you. But I beg you that when I am present, I may not be bold with that confidence by which I intend to be bold against some who think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You cannot do these things in the flesh, only through the power of the Holy Spirit. These things are where Satan works, strongholds, imaginations, high things, exalting themselves against the knowledge of God, disobedient thoughts, ungodly thoughts, 
thoughts of unbelief or guilt. God has given us weapons which are mighty through God to fight the good fight of faith. You must be baptized in the Holy Spirit in order to make use of these weapons because they are mighty through Him. The exceeding greatness of His mighty power, which He worked in Jesus when He raised Him from the dead and set Him at His own right hand, far above all, principality and power and might and every name that is named. Let's go there. Ephesians 1, verse 15. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That's what we need. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The Holy Spirit knows what is going on on the battlefield, and he will lead you in the fight. Otherwise, you will be overcome. You must have the whole armor of God on you to fight effectively to win the battle. Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Stand up. Use your faith. Repent of your unbelief and rebellion. Put on your armor and get in the fight. Take back the land that the enemy has taken from you. Jesus is the Lord of the warfare. He leads us by his spirit in the fight of faith. Notice it is a fight of faith. Faith in his sacrifice for our sins on the cross his shed blood cleansing us from all sin, making us righteous in his sight. His resurrection from the dead justifies us before our God, his total defeat of the enemy. Colossians 2, verse 13, And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, 
having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Jesus triumphed over all principalities and powers of darkness and made an open show of them. Our victory is in him. When we come in his name, in his righteousness, in faith and obedience, we will triumph also. The devils believe and tremble at his name, spoken in righteousness and faith and the power of the Holy Spirit. Believe me, if the devil, one of his main methods is to get you in sin and try to keep you there, unconfessed sin, and tell you it's okay, you haven't sinned, you're in faith or you're under grace, everything's fine, all your sins are forgiven, past, present, and future, that's a lie. Don't believe those lies. If you have sinned, come before God. There's no condemnation. Confess your sin. Turn from it so that you may have righteousness. The blood of Jesus cleanses you, and you walk on in righteousness. You're righteous before God. That's what God wants. Satan wants to get you in unrighteousness and keep you there, get you under guilt and keep you there, because that way you're ineffective. You can't do anything. You can't fight this fight. If you are in Christ, he is in you. You have the victory in him. Keep praying. Keep fighting. Keep believing. If you faint, repent. Get back on your feet and stand in your testimony of what Jesus has done for you on the cross and through his resurrection and faith in his shed blood, which when you repent, washes you white as snow. You stand justified before him, cleansed, walking on with a conscience void of offense toward God and man. If God shows you any offense, deal with it and believe his word. Deal with it truly, according to his word. If you have repented from your heart, God has forgiven you and cleansed you by the blood of Christ. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. They overcame the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. I am God Almighty. My children, hearken to my servant Rob this day. I am exhorting you to stand up, stand up, and utilize what I have given you. Utilize everything I have given you to fight the good fight of faith, that you may stand in this evil day, that you may stand, that you may triumph, that you may be with me throughout eternity. But you must fight, you must overcome. Stand up and fight, my children. Believe my words, believe my gospel, believe what my Son has done for you, and be strong. And fight the good fight of faith, says the Lord.